the Culture Guy Podcast. With your host, Christian, also known as the Culture Guy. Welcome back, everybody. It is October 2018. And this will not be a normal episode. Welcome back, everybody. This is Christian, the Culture Guy podcast. And no, none of these episodes are normal because if you know me, if you've seen me on stage or in a training room, or if you've interacted with our company, the Culture Mastery, at all, then you know that the word normal always comes with an explanation in our world. It comes with quotation marks or with air quotes because normal is such an arbitrary idea. What is normal? Who decides what is normal? Whether that be across cultures or across generations or across you name it. And I have somebody here today with me that just wrote a book about that. Not necessarily about the normal and how it could be different across cultures, but normal for the younger crowd, for the Preteens and teenagers who struggle sometimes finding their place in the world and dealing with the label of normal that is being slapped upon them by, well, most likely the adults. I have with me today Dave Kirpin. He's the founder of Likeable Local and Likeable Media. Uh, if you're active in the social media world, you've come across his name. He is also the author of four best-selling books, one of which is The Art of People. And as I said, he just wrote another book. It's for young adults, for younger readers, or maybe their parents as well, called Normal. And why, why would I explain it? Let's hear how Dave explains it. Dave Kirpin, thanks for being on. Um, thanks for being on the Culture Guy podcast. It's an honor to have you here. Um, I know that I've been following you for quite a while online, and maybe you remember, I certainly do, we actually met in person of a little while back. Remember when that was? I do, and it, it's funny. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. And uh, I, I believe you are the first and, and probably only person that I will ever be able to say I I met at a Miranda Cosgrove, uh, not a Miranda Cosgrove, a Miranda Sings concert and turned that into uh, you know a business relationship. So that's pretty, I, I don't know how many people can even say that out there. Maybe people that have daughters between the ages of 13 and 18, perhaps. Per, 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 perhaps. Um, and I, I have to tell you, I don't know about you and your and yours, but my, I, I am delighted to be out, out of the Miranda uh, Sings uh, uh, phase that we were in. It was, yeah. it was hot and heavy for a while. And so we did, we. We, did, we did meet at a concert where we were both, both present with our kids. Um, but uh, yeah, I, am, I, am, I have graduated uh, from, from that. 
thank goodness we have too but hey haters back off because it was a phase and it was really red hot for a while so, hey I, I i always give props to people that can turn brands into business successes i actually um i i am interviewing for my ink column um a guy by the name of stephen john uh who you may who you whose name you probably don't know and in fact you might not even know because of the age of your kids this uh his character but he created a character called blippy who has uh, over 4 billion views on YouTube. This guy is like the biggest craze for toddlers since, I don't know, ever. I mean, he's like as big as Paw Patrol and, and, and uh, the, um, the Wiggles and like the, the, the whole night. It's, it's, it's an unbelievable, it's the new Miranda Sings, but for toddlers where I have another, you know, another kid, you know, obviously. In All the right, I, I have to check that out and who knows, but that's, our kids are not the real reason why we're here today. Um, Dave, you are the author of an upcoming book called Normal. And when I saw your email announcing the book, I was immediately drawn to the title because as our clients or listeners of this podcast know that I use the word normal only with quotation marks or air quotes because to us in, in our world, in the cross-cultural world, normal is a very arbitrary concept. And reading through the highlights or the, the short version or short notes of your book, it takes that idea of normal being such a random concept uh, to, to the root. Um, tell our audience what, what your book is about, please. Sure. So um, first, real, real, real quick, by way of intro, I, I, I have done four books for business books for adults. And um, throughout that whole process uh, of doing my books, my, my kids have been like kind of excited and proud, but also kind of disappointed that they couldn't really read those books um, or, or they could, but it wasn't really relevant or interesting. So, you know, my daughters kept, kept nagging me to write a book that they could read and so finally I said yes okay I'm gonna write a book that you can read and I, I made a pretty big pivot from writing business books for adults to writing uh, a YA book you know for, for, for 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 year old kids um, but it's, it's, it's based around the fact that I, I, when I grew up I, I never felt normal and the more I talk, talk to people uh, that are adults the more I realized that basically no one I knew, no one I know grew up feeling normal. So to me, there's this weird paradox that we all, for some reason, think we need, we need to be normal or we wish we were normal or we wish we had normal families. And yet just about none of us actually think that we were normal or ha and had normal families. So there's something really sort of inherently wrong about that, right? And, and, mm. and, and, and you know, like you were saying to me right before we, we jumped on air, we end up kind of like with this, with this misconception in the back of our head, this, this myth that we have to try to be normal. And then we, we end up struggling with that tension, no matter what we do and who we are and who right. we become. And so my goal with this book is to, is to help children and people at a younger age than they currently do now, maybe come to the realization that this idea of being normal isn't, isn't all it's cracked up to be. And maybe if we embrace our uniqueness and our differences and our, and our, our and our, and our, and our backgrounds for, for everything that they are, uh, we'll, we'll be better off. And I, I do think a lot of adults get to that point at some point, but wouldn't it be nice? I, for me, I know that it would be much, it would have been much, much better if I came to that realization, like 
I don't know, 10 years earlier. Right? Oh, or, or 15 or 20. I, I can only speak for myself. I, I had that learning in my late 30s. And I carried this idea of not being normal or this, this not being living up to some random expectations with me through the formative young adult years of my 20s where you formed your education, where you formed your career for the first time and where you step up and, and show up in the adulthood life, right? So having to unlearn or unravel some of those uh, packages that we were handed as as young people is is well sometimes a little troubling. How did you not feel normal when you grew up? You said you you certainly didn't feel normal. What was it for you? Yeah, so for me, and you know, there's four characters in the book. One of them is loosely based on my own my own childhood, or maybe not so loosely based on my own childhood. My my first editor said the best nonfiction has lots of fiction in it and the best fiction has lots of nonfiction in it, which I mm. found interesting. And uh, uh, so, so I definitely brought some, a, a lot of my own, my own experience to, to, to normal the book. Um, my dad has bipolar disorder. Um, he's had it. He's, he's uh, when I was first, when I was 11, um, he had his first psychotic episode. And mm. um, I, I, so I dealt with that, uh, a lot growing up. Uh, I was also a he really heavy kid. Um, so I would say those are the two, I mean, there's, I could, I could go on and on, but <laughs> the two primary uh, things that I felt like my family wasn't normal because I had, I had serious chronic mental illness in my family and that I wasn't normal because I was, I was fat. And um, I think, I think those two things as well as like, like as I'm interviewing kids for this next book, um, you know, there's, there's, there's almost an unlimited of reasons that we, we don't feel normal, right? I talked to a girl that, uh, that, uh, said she wasn't normal because her teeth were yellow. I talked to somebody that said, a girl that said she wasn't normal because, um, her, uh, dad died, uh, at a young age. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, from, from little things about us and our physical appearance to, um, this, this whole concept of like the normal family and, and the fact that there's so few uh, air quote normal families and air quote these days. I think, I think we, again, we all end up feeling like we're not normal and it, it really does us a disservice. So how, how does the book help young people, little, little people or young adults to, to cope or deal with their, um, adopted concept of normal? So, um, so my favorite business books uh, are uh, parables. Um, uh, Pat, Patrick, Pat Lincioni is, is probably the master of this, although there are others that, that use it. But the idea behind a parable, of course, is you tell a story and help to illustrate your point in the story. What I try to do with normal is do this sort of fictional YA uh, equivalent of that. Mm -hmm. And so normal tells the story of four kids growing up in New York City. One has um, a father with, with, with uh, bipolar disorder. One has an alcoholic parent. One has a parent that died. And one has a parent that uh, came out uh, as, as gay and, and left, left uh, mom for, for a man. And... Um, 
and they are all struggling with feeling like they're not uh, normal and don't come from normal families and they end up um, and at a new school together and uh, end up meeting and kind of realizing through uh, this uh, unique teacher's activity in seventh grade that, um, that maybe no one's normal and that they can appreciate their, 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 their differences and their, and their unique backgrounds. And so that's, that's, so, so that's, that's the, that's the, uh, story. And, um, my hope is that kids will walk away feeling, um, more, uh, empowered and more, um, safe about who, the, who they are and who their families are. And I, you know, I think there's something to be said for the fact that, this time's a hard time no matter what, right? I actually just watched the movie Eighth Grade, which I found really inspiring. I don't know if you've seen an independent movie about, uh, about you did, cool. So, um, so I, I think it's, I think, I think middle school this time is really hard no matter what, but um, if I can make it just a little bit easier for, for, for kids, then I will have uh, succeeded in my eyes. Lovely, and I have an eighth grader, so. <laughs> I have, I have a gift already. So now, obviously, podcasts live longer than the time of our recording. So when will the book be released? Right. So uh, great question. I am. Um, I've experimented with uh, a crowd crowdfunding publishing platform for this book. My previous four books, I did three with major publishers, and I did one that I self-published. And for this, I'm, I'm, I'm using Publishizer to launch it. So we're in pre-sales for the whole month of October. And then we'll use the pre-sale orders to go to publishers and pitch the book to traditional publishers. Mm -hmm. I hope, and frankly, the risk of being slightly arrogant, my expectation is that we will sign with a traditional publisher. Um, the, the bad news there will be that there'll, there'll be a, a longer lead time for the book to be released. And we'll be looking at late 2019 for the book to be released. Um, if we don't sign with the traditional, traditional publisher, the great news about the world we live in today is that I will self-publish on Amazon and then the book will be out sooner and uh, the book will be out, I would say, in early 2019 in that case. So okay. either way, at some point in 2019, this book will, will, will hit the world and certainly uh, go to anyone that pre-ordered it. Um, and, um, and, uh, but of course, my really big, big dream, if you will, with this, like, you know, what would exceed my wildest expectations would be, you know, a big publisher, major, major release in, in, um, in schools uh, that are that are adopting the book and then mm. turn it into a major motion picture and, you know, the whole nine yards. But but um, my, either way, um, I, I have modest expectations. And if, again, if I can help um, any number of children and and have a book that my own kids can read finally and say, hey, this is actually, you know, pretty cool that, then, then I'll be happy. So um, motion picture got me thinking, so you want me to book flights for the red carpet event, right, when the premieres, right? Okay, got That's it. right. Well, I will, I will say this. You, that, what, you just did catch the first time that I have ever said that publicly. Okay, and it's I, out now. While, while it's clearly a wish more than a goal right now, to me, you know, it's a good thing to put to put dreams into the world, right? Because because I, I can tell you one thing: they're certainly not going to happen if you don't put them into the world at all. I fully agree. And so, why not why not throw it out there? And uh, and I will guarantee you, 
if it happens now, you will have a, a, a ticket to the red carpet premiere. How's that? I have it on record. <laughs> so how can people who are intrigued by this idea of, of the book, how, how can they support the launch now? Obviously, we're in pre-release. So um, if you go to the website, which I know you will, theculturemastery.com, you will find the show notes to this episode, and there will be a link to the pre-order. What else can people do to create some buzz around this? Um, so the, the, the link that will be at the Culture, Culture Mastery website is, um, is uh, normalthebook.com. So it's easy to, to uh, remember and share. And uh, after, after we go, the pre-order goes through for a month, but then we're actually going to go dark on pre-orders. But I'll have something else cool set up at normal normalthebook.com. It'll probably be a video that I'm making. I, I actually recorded, um, recorded uh, nine uh, kids. Uh, talking about their experiences and how normal they felt um, at Likeable Studios. That's a, a company that I, I own. And uh, we, um, I'm really excited with the video that came out. So, 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 you, so you can certainly watch and share that video as, as well. Nice, nice. Excellent. So we'll obviously we'll post all the links to your social profiles. You are a social media guru. I would, I don't know, is there a better word to describe you? An expert, all these overused terms. For there those is. of you, for those of you who haven't picked up on that yet, um, Dave Kirpin is the guy behind Likeable Media. He is ubiquitous in, in the realm. If you see him on a picture, you also see orange color somewhere and a thumbs up. And uh, real quick, what was your claim to fame in, in social media? Uh, well, you know, I think we were one of the real early uh, users and uh, marketers, and we built Likeable Media, again, really early, 2007. And so um, so we were lucky that we were there early, and uh, we, were, we were fortunate that we did a decent job, I guess, for our first few clients. And so we've, 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 we've built and managed the social presence for now over 100, you know, major brands. Every, everyone from banks like Capital One to supermarket chains to uh, technology companies and you know lots of really really big brands and it's been it's been great fun and uh, and then I also happened to write for LinkedIn and um, so LinkedIn made this influencer program that um, they've got all sorts of really really smart and successful people and then somehow they added me to the list and so I, I also blogged for LinkedIn. Um, and uh, um, I've been fortunate. I've written probably like 200 or plus articles already uh, for LinkedIn over the last few years. So that, that's been a blast too. So people check the show notes. It's all linked there to make sure that you find Dave on the various platform he's active on. And remember, normal is arbitrary. It's part of our culture. And it whatever you think normal is, it shapes our behaviors. And whether you like to be in that behavioral basket or not is sometimes it's conscious more often it's unconscious and normal the book will help you unravel some of those things and maybe protect your children or your family members or friends who have kids from falling into the trap of being pigeonholed into some kind of arbitrary normal dave thank you very much for taking time for this any parting words no, uh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate somebody that gets it. And um, 
And I am thankful that um, that, that uh, young lady, uh, uh, Colleen, uh, also known as Miranda, uh, brought us together. In, in Knoxville, of all places. In Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, exactly. Um, you flew down I, with your daughter just for that from New York, right? I did. I, 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 the risk of offending, I may never be in Knoxville again. I, I don't know. Um, but we had that weekend together, my daughter and I, and, and you and I had that experience together. And, and now, I mean, I mean, it only takes one listener to the Culture Mastery podcast that says, um, this is cool, buys the book, um, gives it to their kid, maybe their kid's life has changed, mm -hmm. all, you know, from the, the, uh, the uh, effect, the chain effect of, of you and I both choosing to bring our kids to Knoxville for Miranda Sings that, that one day. So it's just, right. to, me, to me, the whole experience is like this amazing experiment in, uh, in, in, in how the world can, can, can impact us. Excellent. Well, this is it for now, Dave. I hope we'll have you back on when the movie will be released. So for now, let's get the book rolling. This is Dave Kirpin, the author of Normal, the book. Thanks for being on and see you next time. Bye-bye. Are you normal? boring one of my mentors created a artificial word combining fabulous and normal so he calls people fab normal so that's what you are now on a more serious note if you find yourself in a different set of normal that just does not gel with the way you think life should be or with the normal you would like to experience around you then you may be in, an, in a period in a phase of cultural adjustment that can be quite uncomfortable that can come with certain challenges and that can be helped so call me Send us an email, leave a comment to this episode, tweet to us, use Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. We are on many of those platforms. And I would like to hear from you. We can help with cultural adjustment. We can support you in better adjusting to a different set of normal. We can assist you in, well, being more resourceful when it comes to adjusting being different normal fab normal so with that go back to the website theculturemastery.com on the top navigation you'll see the tab for podcast you'll find the show notes to this episode obviously you'll also find that in stitcher and itunes and all the other podcast aggregation platforms that we are syndicated with and 
click on the links that will lead you to Dave Kirpin. We have all his socials in there. Check him out, engage with him, and most importantly, order that book. Make that famous. Make it a bestseller. And make sure they make a movie out of it. So this, the culture guy is out. Mic drop, so to say. Remember, trust your process and stay fab normal.